to the Biblical Entrepreneurship Marketplace podcast. We're so excited that you can be with us. We're going to be talking about what God is doing in the marketplace. And now, our host, Patrice Seguet. Welcome to the Biblical Entrepreneurship Marketplace podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Seguet. And we continue series on diamond of life, the five P's of success and significance with Mick Owens. We're really using Mick's own life journey to illustrate. I promise we're going to conclude with a summary of this book. I promise you that. But we're really trying to lay the foundation of using Mick's own book. And as he's going through his own story, I'm trying to tie in where some of the information may connect to the book so that we can have a practical example of his own life and how to have this book. Get, get your copy if you haven't gotten it yet. Very practical book. Mick, I haven't been really giving information about how to reach you. So if our listeners want to know, and we'll add that to the podcast description so they know how to reach you. If they want to reach your office in order to um, learn more about maybe your services, how they can take advantage of it, or just, just kind of reach out to you, how do they do that? What's the, do you have a website they can go to? You can go to uh, CFC Advisors. That's A-D-V-E-E-R-S, not O-R-S, at cfcadvisors.com. Awesome. cfcadvisors.com. And from there, you can get information on how to reach out to Mick Owens. Um, This is our third show. And as I promised you, I promised to bring in Kathy Owens, a good friend. I love staying in her home when I'm in Kokomo. Kathy, welcome to our studio. Thank you, Patrice. You know, Kathy, thank you for agreeing to this. As we were just going through the interview, I just thought, you know, Kathy has a perspective on this that it'd be fun to have both of you guys together before we get into the conclusive interview about the book. And I appreciate you agreeing. Kathy, when you married Mick, did you see this entrepreneurial thing in him? No, I, I really didn't. Wow. I thought he was going to be a school teacher all of his life. He kind of bit and switched you, didn't he? Yes. So as he's starting to get entrepreneurial, what are you thinking? Are you nervous? Uh, it was a scary time yeah. in our life for me, yes. Uh, Have you, because you, of the security, not knowing, you know. Not knowing. Yes. And for most women, obviously, security is important to get a regular paycheck. Right. Now... Are uh, your parents entrepreneur at all? No. So you didn't have any direct Background. experience with entrepreneurship and, and being be with a business guy, entrepreneur. Right. So you go from kind of just knowing, you know, paycheck, stability, and consistency to this entrepreneurial kind of person. So, so Mick, um, so how, how did you guys then come to a place where you both felt good about the direction, or at least a line being that... You didn't have an entrepreneurial background. She thought she was married a school teacher, and you kind of flipped on her. How, how was that kind of dynamic like? Well, she'd had bookkeeping, and I never had. I never had an accounting class when I started. I have now, but I back when I started, I didn't. So uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, but she was also my bookkeeper. So she was your book. So she handled books from home. Ah, but it didn't take very long. Probably two years and she developed an ulcer worrying about the finances finance. and so I had to take it away from her wow and so you guys are sure that this came directly due to you handling the finances well due to stress the, the stress, stress. Track, that's interesting so let's let's talk about that because you know we talked to couples in business and as a matter of fact um, Gina and I are going to do another we're going to do a new podcast next year on couples in business and we talk about couples working together. But some roles may not be the healthiest for couples. Because in this case, 
her in the finances wasn't the best thing for her. So was it a sickness that made you guys discover that, or was it? She was having tremendous pains uh, in her abdomen, and after several tests, that's what it came out to be that she uh, had an ulcerated pancreas. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, Kathy, were you? So you knew you were worried. Did you realize that that worrying was leading to health problems? No, I didn't. Wow. I, now. I can see that I should have had more faith than what I did then, but it was hard when you're young. Of course. And, yeah. I mean, most women do, I mean, my own wife, most women worry. Yeah. So at which point, Kathy, did you say, we're going to be okay? Is there a point where it clicked for you? Well, I could see that Mick always worked hard, and he, he always would assure me everything was going to be okay. And I just had to realize myself that that it was going to be and and have more faith in in him and in the lord wow so for some couples this would lead to marital problem but for you guys i mean you guys are still happily married how do yes. you guys navigate that we always communicated with so communication each other. we always we always would talk things out. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. So so the wife could be very nervous and scared, and the husband could be very driven and ambitious, but communication can kind of bring a certain balance. Is, Nick, is it, that? It takes on one of this, this talking it out and communicating. Uh, takes on a whole new meaning, though, when you know she's an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's, I don't keep anything in. Anything talking, in. talking it out may, may be a, a mild statement. <laughs> so... So you married her for her for looks. The, for, <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. You, so you married a beautiful Italian woman, but it also comes with some other issues. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's right, man. And, and that's more than a just pasta. Re, a lot of really positive. A lot of positive. So, mm -hmm. so Mick, so for most entrepreneurs, though, some of them, they will have a hard time um, They'll get resentment. They'll, they'll start feeling, they'll start resenting their wives because they feel like she's not supporting them. So how did you deal with that? She always supported me. Mm. Um, she was afraid. Uh, but uh, she never, probably never told me that she didn't think I was going to make it. Uh, she may have thought it, but she never told me because uh, she knew that I was going to do whatever the Lord would guide me to do so that we would make it. And you believed in his work. You knew his hard work. He man. had a strong work ethic. Yeah, yes. You're a lazy man. So no. you had confidence in him. Right. But Kathy, let's be honest. I mean, obviously, you guys are, you guys have made it. Was there ever a time that you thought, we may not make it? I can't really say that I feel that I did. <laughs> did, did do you think that I, there you, was? That I you didn't. feel that you made or did not make it? That you that feel we, like, that I felt like I never felt like we wouldn't okay, make well, it together. Okay, Is that okay, what you okay. meant? No, no, no I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, not, your, not the marriage. I'm oh, talking the business. Oh, oh, the business. Yeah, was there oh, ever a time okay. where you like? Oh yes, there were times where, where it was yes, you were like, it was wow. scary. Like oh dear, what's going to happen next? You wow. know. But so, so how would you that's advise? That's the risk of running a business. Yeah, a, a wife who's um, who married an entrepreneur and they're going through that. What advice would you give them how to deal with that? In a way that does not bring harm to the marriage. To not bring it into the marriage. In a way that doesn't bring harm to the marriage. Harm to the marriage. Yeah. Well, you just have to communicate with each other and pray a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not say everything you're thinking, huh? 
and not say everything you're thinking. And not say well, everything you're Maybe you, not everything. everything. <laughs> but, but most everything. Most everything. Kathy has a hard time holding it, doesn't she? Yes, I do. <laughs> he doesn't have to wonder what I'm what thinking. Let's thinking? put it that well, way. You know Brent, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, now, now, I, now I do you know. I said, Brent, you don't have to always say how you feel, brother. <laughs> I mean, too honest. You're hurt. He gets it from his mother. Yeah. Yeah. But but his mother has street knowledge. You know, she's street smart. Brent's not street smart. <laughs> Brent, she's not, sorry, she's not saying, quite as naive as he is. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Brent, but <laughs> you have that, but you need some street smart to go along with it. I love it. Wow, that's neat. So you have the broker dealer. Now and your wife has been instrumental and critical. Now, uh, Kathy, did you realize that you, the way you were budgeting the house, how instrument that became to your husband's practice and him serving his client? No, I didn't. I really didn't. I was just doing what I thought I needed to do for the household, and uh, I'm glad that it did. Where did you <laughs> learn that? I mean, was it your mother, your father? Actually, we had a mentor in our early years when we were first married, moved to Kokomo, Francis Davis, and he was a Christian man. And he said we had to have a budget. Well, then I did the budget. And the first thing he said you always have to do is give 10% to your tithe. And we didn't feel like we had the money a lot of times to wow. do that. Wow. But we did. And God blessed us ever since because wow. we tried to be faithful in that. Amen. So you were the home bookkeeper. Yes, you, I was. You were the chief financial officer. Yes, I was. Still is. Still is. <laughs> Now let's let's talk they about. They don't trust me with money. They don't trust yeah. you with money. <laughs> it's because I was giving it away. He gets an allowance. He gets an allowance. He always he's the message. Now, so let's let's talk about that. So, what's the why, why is it important for husband and wife to have these distinct roles and, and trust each other to play those roles? Because it's been critical in, in, for you both. I mean, she she finance you. How, how important is that in terms of? Well, you? what it's done for me is. I don't have to worry about it. I mean, mm -hmm. I never, we joke, but I don't see money. Mm -hmm. um, I don't get a check. There's a check that's made payable to her that gets deposited in, into her account. Uh, and then they give me, it used to be $50 a week, and now I get $150 a week cash. Wow. To take her out to dinner. Wow, that's a nice little situation. It is nice, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. It paid off. Your faith and sacrifice <laughs> paid off. That's right. So I don't have to worry about it. I mean, today, yeah, or even back in the day, after uh, after our, we got rid of her as a bookkeeper because of her <laughs> ulcerative uh, uh, pancreas, pancreas, uh, I hired a bookkeeper, and so I've just I've always counted on someone else to, to do that. that. Kathy, was it hard for you to let go when you had to let that go? On the bookkeeping? Yeah. Well, were you glad? In a way it, it was, but um, it was better for me to do that yeah. for because of Your my responsibilities health. at home and yeah. my own health and yeah. my I family. Say, I think it was a little fearful for her because I, she's a little bit of a control freak, as I am. <laughs> right. And so it was, was that the, person it, handle it. It was way. the fear of the unknown. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And would I be out of the loop and so forth? And that obviously worked out. It worked out. Now, you guys obviously have, have always had joint account. This thing, sometimes couples that joint account. Is, is not even with Christian couples. Tell, let's talk about that. You don't see the money. She, you, I mean, that's the way Gene and I operate, but that's not how every couple works. Right. I think that's an issue. Uh, if you're separated there, you can become separated in other ways. And to me, it's, it's 
it's all her money, so, yeah, yeah. so I don't worry about it. And and that's, I think that's important. Uh, somebody's got to be the chief financial officer. That's right. And that's not my skill set. Uh, I I'm a, I'm a planner. Uh, I'm not a detail person, or I would still be working in Indiana Bell well solving said. computer programs. Well said. Wow. I think it depends on the personality of the people too. Um, like, I know he works hard, and I'm not going to blow his money. I try to be a good steward mm. with what he gives me. Mm. I pay the bills and don't spend any more than what I, I, I need to. Wow. So, and, clip a, and clip a lot of coupons. And clip a lot, clip of, coupons. A lot of coupons. That's you know, right. It's funny. My wife, she's also our chief financial officer at home, and she asked me for permission for the weirdest things. And daring, because I'm like, uh, baby, I don't, you don't need my permission to do that. But it shows that she's careful. She's, you know, and that builds that trust. Right. Are you kind of the same way? Where because right. you say I don't want to blow up his money. Those you guys' money. Oh yes. But you approach it like you're the steward. Well, there's a lot of times when I won't buy anything unless I ask him. Do you think this we should do this? Isn't that incredible? Right. I'm married the same kind of wife as you are. Now, Kathy, question for you. Do you remember the time, there was a time where coupon matters. Now it's a matter of habit, it's a matter of stewardship. Right. There was a time where it was a matter of survival. Right. There was a time, I'm sure, where cash flow was, you know, there was some cash prices. Tight. Do you remember a time where you no longer had to worry about just day-to-day survival and how that felt like when, when that turned? Well, I still do. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. A, no, I don't as much as what yeah, I used as bad to. As, no, yeah. no. But no, uh, it's just more peaceful. Yeah, because this gives hope to some couples, That's some right. wives who right. are right now, and the, he's working hard, and it's not right. adding together and so forth. So I, I want to save as much as I can so he doesn't have to work He doesn't hard. have to work. Right. So, so, so you remember that moment where, where the savings were beginning to build up, no longer go down, go up, go down that right. elevator, right? right. Right. And you felt peaceful. Right. And how did it impact? Well, as I get older, money doesn't mean as much as what it used to. I just trust more in the Lord and wow. what he's done for us and can look back and see what he's done for us. Wow. And know that he's going to bless us. So um, thankful for him and that what is, he does. That is awesome. But you've not lost your habits. No. <laughs> that is I incredible. still feel like I need to be a good steward. Of course. And, and But now it's no longer out of fear or survival. No. It's now out of habit, good right. habit, and so forth. So I'm sure it frustrates you <laughs> when you see either way children or grandchildren or other people who doesn't do not have much as you do. But yet, the way they treat their money, mm-hmm. sometimes your money, is, is you know. Yes, I mean, it's it's gonna, it can be frustrating. Yes, it is. Wow. Because you can use that for a better cause. Amen. Amen. Now... Mick, you, you married know what Second Corinthians chapter eight says. No, please. The only reason why you have more money than what you need, so you can, is because there's other people that need it. Need That's it. right. So it can be a blessing. You married well, but you guys met in high school. I was yeah. a freshman. She was an eighth grader. Uh, but let's talk about that. <laughs> so you're, that the kids listening, be very careful. What you, <laughs> I know. So at that moment, how do you know that that's the one? I, I don't know. I just we just did. We just did. <laughs> we just did. Everybody thought we were nuts, and no one thought we would, would survive make it. because we fought all the time. Is that right? Right. We were very jealous. 
of, of, of other people. Oh, yeah. Well, jealousy is good. God is jealous. I mean, that shows, I think, some jealous. I, I believe in a healthy form of jealousy. Right. Because otherwise, that, that husband or wife, they drift off, right? Because, right. you know, I mean, my wife, when she doesn't come after me, call and so forth, I said, what's going on? I mean, you know, I, I kind of want to feel like, you know, because I travel a lot, so I want to feel like somebody is, uh, how do you call it, a little jealous. That's right. <laughs> you still want her to be pursuing you. Exactly. And if right. she's not, you're wondering, what is going on? That's right. There's that thing. So, a little jealous. Right. so what helped you guys get to that balance of what was healthy versus unhealthy? I think just age and getting good. Age. age does that. <laughs> That's right. Just, they, and trusting, each other. And trusting mean, each other. I mean, you just. I'm no longer I, handsome and debonair. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't mean it that way. <laughs> now, Kathy. It's just trusting. You you learn to trust more. As yeah. You, you are a gorgeous woman. Oh. And even as yeah. you age, the beauty still shows. Thank you. I can see why he will be jealous. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to find out how, why you will be jealous. <laughs> oh. But no, but you know no. what though? Your husband is good looking. I see yes, those is. young pictures. Like you and your son got that that kind of that unique look, you know, with the hair and so forth. So I, I can see it. And then he was an athlete. Right, and women right. love them some athletes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. And your husband got your looks as well. I mean, your son got those looks as well. And um, so I can see it. Wow. <laughs> so you become a mom, you have these children, and this a business kind of, your first child, Brent. Mm -hmm. Did you have him while, before the business, after the business? Did you conceive Brent? While I was teaching school. While I was while teaching, you teaching school. school. Okay, so those were mm -hmm. okay times. You had him in teaching school. And then your second child. Bridget. Bridget, you had yes. a. Um, we had lost one in between Brent and Bridget. Oh wow, I'm sorry. So, um, was that tough? It was. She about died, so that was tough. It was a tubular pregnancy, you so I really died? didn't. Yes, oh, my I. Goodness. I really didn't even know for sure that. Bay pardon. It was either you or the child. Yeah. Well. Well. They the had to do emergency surgery. So she was bleeding. If, if that was hemorrhaging 20, quite a bit. Oh, and if I had gone longer, I would have been gone. Oh my but, goodness! Yeah, I'm they sorry. caught it. You so that. yes, I did. And, and then, Thankfully, and then Bridget after that. Yes, Bridget is is um, she's your angel. <laughs> that girl can hurt a fly. I mean, she's just she's peace. a beautiful girl. Yeah, just just, just peaceful. She's just peaceful. I mean, yes. what? She's like unique. Yes, like, she is. She like could be a nun or something. What made her so? She, she's got three kids and has had five or six pregnancies because. So uh, that does make a difference. So yeah. I don't also, know that she could be a nun. <laughs> a nun that's right. Middle children do are usually very unique. Middle children, you know, the 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 the, the oldest and the youngest are usually kind of, but the middle one, there's a. I'm a middle child, so I have a little uh, bias okay. there. Okay. Yes. So Bridget, you had her uh, before or after the business. After, after the business, after the business started, mm -hmm. business four years, four years, mm -hmm. and then and then you have the youngest, the cutie, Brooke. Brooks. Yes, I, I, I got to know Brooks first before the others. The others, because she would come to all the conferences with you guys. That's right. And and she went to to uh, uh, to um, not Liberty, but she went to the Regent, Regent, Regent University. University. <clears throat> and so, so having children and miss that wasn't didn't make it easier. It didn't didn't help. 
having children in the midst of all that business happening didn't help. I mean, in terms of just the, it was a busy your, life. It was a busy life. <laughs> it was. But then your children. I interviewed Brent. He worked. You guys had him working when they were young. Yes. I mean, tell me about this cornfield you guys had him doing. I mean, what what was we, that all about? Well, my belief is that people have got to learn to work. Now, we may have been a little overboard. <laughs> we were so a lot overboard. We had, <laughs> we had, uh, Did you say a lot overboard? <laughs> yes, we were. I thought they needed to learn stewardship. Wow. And they were uh, nine and six, six. Or, or eight and five. I think it was eight and five. Eight and five. So I put out three acres. I explained to them, I'll work the ground and I will plant corn, sweet corn, and green beans. You guys, and I'll pay all expenses of doing that, you guys are responsible for pulling all the weeds, keeping the weeds out of it. The better you keep the weeds out, the better crop you're gonna have. Mm. And then once the crop comes due, we'll show you how to pick it. And so you guys will get out there with buckets and trash bags and pick the sweet corn and the green beans. Again, this is eight and five years old. Wow. Might have been a little early. <laughs> but, so they would do that and they'd have big trash bags full of corn and green beans. And our old office, the first one that we built in 73, uh, so at this time that we're in the mid to late 70s at that point, uh, Kathy would take him in because General Motors and Chrysler, there would be about three or four thousand people drive by that building between three and four o'clock in the afternoon, three and three and five. After they got off work. And so <laughs> she would set them up with a card table in front of my office. And they would have all these green beans and sweet corn there and and Brent would stand out there with an ear of corn acting like he was eating it and rubbing his belly and, <laughs> and Brid Bridget's this little cute blonde haired blue eyed girl and and they would sell out uh, every day. Wow. And and if they didn't sell out, then Kathy would load them in our van and take them to uh, fruit stands and she would ho they would wholesale then their sweet corn and green beans to a to like a, a farmer's market that they would sell them the next day. That really made an impression on your son. And what we made them do was give ten percent of the money that they collected to church. Wow save, put 40% in their savings account, and then they could do whatever they wanted to with the 50%. Wow. Well, it didn't take Brent long to realize that he didn't have to keep his 50% because we were gonna provide for him what he wanted, so he was basically <laughs> investing all of it. Oh my goodness. I mean, he goodness. gave 10% to the church, Yeah. Uh, but he would basically invest all of it, but he was a, he had a mutual fund, but mo mostly what he did was bought baseball cards. Wow. And that was back in the day when baseball cards were just- That was a passion for him, going to buy the baseball he had a, cards. He had, I can't remember what they, it wasn't Excel, but it was some kind of uh, spreadsheet that he tracked all of his inventory. As he and grew so older. And by the way, that spreadsheet habit, he still does that today with the business. <laughs> He's a spreadsheet king. Yes. That's the way it got started. That's I did right. his son. It's just an amazing right. He's a, I've never met a CEO that spreadsheets so much. <laughs> it, one thing he knows is his numbers. Back yes. 10 years, <laughs> he yes. tracks that thing. I said, Brian, they, they have new technology now, but it's own spreadsheets. <laughs> I love it. That is rich. So you guys really have invested in your kids. Now, Kathy, 
when you look at where you are now, you look at the journey, this journey. The Lord has blessed you guys. Yes, He has. It's not been easy, but but He's been faithful to you. Yes. Um, what are you most proud of your husband for? For the kind of caring and good person that he is and what he's meant to so many people during his journey and how many times people have said, if it wasn't for you, we couldn't have retired as early wow. as we did. Wow. And how thankful they are for him and to see him, how he cares for his clients and loves each and every one of them. Wow. They mean a lot to him. And so that means a lot to me. That's incredible. And then that is real. When he came to you and said, we're going to start a realty company to sell houses because mm -hmm. his client, he, people will be taken advantage of. What was going through your mind when he said uh, that? What am I? I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you did. I did. And I... It was all new to me because I was a stay-at-home mom, and now I'm thrown out into the business world, and it was like, oh, what am I doing? And I didn't want to do anything wrong. It was really kind of scary at first, so it was a real learning experience. But it was a challenge, and it worked out. And uh, over the years, we'd had I had as many as 16 agents at one time under wow. me, and um, it's smaller now, which is fine because I'm wanting to slow down, yeah. but it's uh, it's been good. It was a nice business for me to be able to do. Again, I want our audience to understand this. You didn't have to work. Your no. husband provided. Right. The Lord had blessed. You guys right. would pass all that, but you chose to work. Right. Because your husband asked you, the need was there. Right. I'm just seeing this pattern of not sitting on your laurels, uh, stewardship, uh, work ethics and me being willing to meet needs. Right. I mean, that's you don't see that anymore, Kathy. I mean, you know, now it's sad. It, yeah. It's just sad. We're losing that sense. Right. So, what advice would you give our listeners? You know, a wife who's listening in terms of some of the things that have been key for you guys or key for you coming alongside your husband. Um, you know, what kind of advice would you give her as she's trying to support that? young man or who has his dream of, of, of entrepreneurship or building a business? Well, I guess that, to listen, to be there for him, uh, to encourage him, um, to help in any way you can, if it's helping at home mm. with the family so that he doesn't have to worry about things when he comes home. Um, or help with the finances. Finances, right. Wow. If you can do that, whatever your gift might be. Or even starting a business <clears throat> because he or asked if, you to. Yes, <laughs> right, right. If if that's the case, yes. Wow. Thank you so much, Kathy. You're How welcome. Impressive. Um, and by the way, thank you for your recent support. I, I learned oh. today of the gift you made to do oh. my project. Oh. Thank you so much for You're it. welcome. Wow. It's a pleasure. I'm. Wow. The work you do is wonderful, and that's what we have to do is teach people how to be able to to be an entrepreneur. Amen, amen. Learn to fish versus That's getting right. to fish. Mick, what does Kathy mean to you? I mean, you're, you're a blessed man, brother. Um, what has she meant to you all these years? The thing that I've had to work on the hardest mm -hmm. is I heard a, a speaker many, many years ago say the thing that you think about the most is the thing that you worship, is the thing that you truly worship. Mm. 
So what I've had to work on the hardest is balance so that I don't put her ahead of Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, what love. Because she's never far from my mind. Um, and so I've got to be very, very careful that I don't put her ahead of the Lord. Mm. She's good, but she's not quite that good. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> but her, 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 her desserts are darn good. <laughs> I would, I'm not a typically a, a what was that a cup uh, cherry cobbler cherry cobbler guy. You like that? Boy, you can sell those things. Yeah, I weighed 160 pounds when we got married. I'm telling you, that is neat, man. And she's a an amazing mother, an amazing grandma. And uh, you you've been blessed for sure. Wow, we we've been talking to Mick and Kathy Owens. Our time is unfortunately up. This is, but here's the good news: on our next program, we're gonna get into the book and we're gonna bring it to close finally. And, you know, Mick has authored this book, The Diamond of Life, The Five P's of Success and Significance. The, those five P's include purpose, power, personal, people, and performance. And we've been really journeying upon Mick's life and really seeing does he live this stuff in this book. And we're finding out it's true. And we had his wife get to validate it. I hope you've been enjoying it. I have. And uh, I encourage you to get the book. If you want to get the book, go to Amazon.com or you can go to NehemiahProject.com. Also, if you want more information about Mick, he has a website. What, Mick, give me that website again, please. CFCAdvisors, with an E, uh, dot com. CFCAdvisors, with an E, dot com. And the next show, we're, we're going to talk to Mick about why an E versus how other people spell it. It's going to be an interesting thing to talk about. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, visit our website, www.nehemiahproject.org, nehemiahproject.org. Or you can get on your iPod, on your on your iPhone, on your Android, uh, or on SoundCloud. Here's my prayer for you. May God give you the grace and favor to build that kingdom company so that one day you can hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. We're glad you could join us. If you'd like more information or other resources, please visit our website, www.nehemiahproject.org. God bless.